Right, and welcome to Icon Underground Radio for the week of March 30th, 2016. Uh, this week we've got just a smattering of news, but more importantly what we've got is More Than Meets the Eye number 51! Yay! 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 Kermit Flail! Yay! <laughs> so we will be discussing that uh, at, at length and the assorted feels inspired thereof. Oh, yes. Uh, but first, NPR style, the news. Uh, we have some prototype pictures of the uh, Takara version of Computron. Yeah, who like, like the silhouette we saw, it's not exactly the same as the Hasbro version. They did more things to the limbs, funkily. Yeah, so that is a thing that is probably best just... I'll, I'll link to some news that's got pictures of it, because that's really better seen than described over a podcast. Yeah, they, they, it's yep. still like... The, well, I guess... Wait, the light speed's the car. It mostly looks, yes. from what we can see, like the basic like dead-end mold with maybe some changes. Yeah, nose which cone is reasonable. The, nose cone the drill is, is Rook with a big drill on him. which is But not big enough. No, it's it's not practically big enough, but it is nicely pretty huge. Yeah, it's a standard it's Japanese silly vehicle drill thing. Oh wait, does he actually have treads? Oh, I think he does have treads. Uh, they change yeah, the wheels. Yeah, he has huh. treads. Oh, okay, I, I didn't expect that. Really different. So basically, they've changed every mold because the what's what's the motorcycle one? <laughs> Lightspeed afterburner. Oh, Afterburner. No, Afterburners. Oh. I used to write fanfic with Afterburner and Strafe in it. So okay, this so. Is, I'm, I'm on top of this. A- Afterburner is like their groove that they made, which is the motorcycle, with just like a slightly different front end. I guess may, there might be more. Yeah, I don't have a groove, so who knows? I guess he's a little futury looking. Okay. And Strafe looks like an ent- almost entirely new mold jet? Or. Well, I guess yeah, the, the I torso could be from somebody, but the legs and the back and even the, the arms look completely new. I mean, unlike our our buddy Terrorsaur previously, I don't see anything on him that's a dead giveaway as to being one particular aerial bot. Yeah. Uh, and, I guess I could look closer. There may be something with the legs, but... And, well, the, the scattershot torso... Is apparent, apparent, well, it's just a grayscale, so we don't know what color it is, but it'll probably be it's Computron yeah. colored. But it, the chest plate is different and the head is different. Yeah. So they've changed I mean, at least a little bit on all of the vehicles, which seems like a lot. They're doing that with like, e- each time they're doing more and more. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with Leo Kaiser. Uh, maybe they can give him an entirely different torso that's not <laughs> Skylinks. <laughs> I like the silliness of the Skylinks. They finally give me a new Leo sack and it's <laughs> Why would they do that? It's not sexy at all. Yeah, Takara is over. Oh, depends on what you're into. I guess. Maybe if you're a furry who's into space dragons. Are you a furry if you like Skylinks? I don't know. I imagine <laughs> Skylinks would, would in, enjoy Zootopia, but anyway. We di- we discuss the important questions on this podcast that other podcasts will not even approach. Yeah. I feel like I've seen Skylinks in one of those memes that's just dragons can mate with anything. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been the punchline of something, probably. That would be unsurprising. But that doesn't answer the question of whether being attracted to him makes you a furry. I, I will have to consult with my uh, my resident furry expert and get back to you next week. Uh, other news, uh, there's some Easter eggs out there, like literally Easter eggs uh, with G1 characters on them, uh, which... <laughs> Now you can presumably get it half price. Yeah, no, it's after. Um, well, we... no, this is going up Wednesday, so you probably can't get it at all anymore. Uh, oh yeah, the problem. I don't know. My mine tend to be a little slow. I guess, but yeah, it's like it, I can't. Well, I know there have been like at least knockoff Transformer Easter egg baskets in the past, but. Mm-hmm. And there have been some. Uh, I actually my uh, my remote control caddy. Is a Transformers animated Optimus Prime head Easter basket. <laughs> oh, I, do, I, do know. Uh, I thought Valentine's was more of the the Transformers holiday with all the silly cards than Easter. Just don't think of the Easter. Well, I guess Easter symbolically is more appropriate for Optimus Prime, but <laughs> yeah, he is risen indeed. Yeah, yes. quite. quite it, it's his regular Saturday night thing. Yeah, but uh, I I have. Uh, I will say I was at Target today. You know, this we're recording this on Monday, aka National Half Off Chocolate Bunny Day. But uh, the only Easter Transformer stuff I saw was just little individually packed uh, rescue bots, little figurines like they have for stocking stuffers and basket stuffers and stuff all the time. So nothing too exciting there. Uh, but yeah, it looks like Toys R Us at least has some very, very G1. I'm not even sure who the market for these is. I guess adults looking for Easter things for their kids. Us? They, they even say like <laughs> 80, 84 on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's literally just Megatron, Optimus Prime, and Soundwave's G1 box art. Yeah. Which we got asset G1. packages from Hasbro and slapped the style guide on whatever we could get away with. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. So yeah, those are those are a thing. They look to be ten, and they allegedly have candy inside. The reports have not indicated what kind of candy. Hopefully not that Cadbury is. cream eggs. I hate those things. They've apparently made the recipe for those even worse in recent years, and shrunk them. Okay, well, we will move on from this. Excellent suggestion. And uh, other news. It looks like speaking of combiners, uh, it looks like. The Takara's Groove figure is going to be available as a single package toy, Yay. and but not in America. Oh, they don't like America. Mm. Apparently, some Asian market thing. Which means it will be available to get for higher than normal price. So you'd be lucky yeah. if you could get it for like thirty dollars or maybe less. But that's still cheaper than buying an entire Takara. Uh, defensor. Yeah. Still, yeah. If he's the only one you're after, much like, much like a quick slinger back in the day, yeah. <laughs> back in the day of last year. Quick stringer and wild rider who were available for at least a short amount of time on uh, Amazon and something else, some other sites. Yeah, I think uh, Entertainment Earth. Yeah. Had them. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I, I got right them now. from a from a small seller. Hmm. Just a guy I know on on Twitter 
who's got a shop elsewhere in Ohio. Yeah, but that, that and seems, but, uh, Groove, uh, Groove is replaced by Rook, who's way better of a toy. Yeah, well. He's the best. I still need Alpha Bravo. Oh, you need Alpha Bravo. I don't even know if Alpha Bravo is a better toy. I mean, I'll have a chance to get two of him if I end up getting, but as ladies. I, I have so many of him as Alpha Bravo and Vortex and um, Blades. And I have two more as gonna ladies. going to be ladies soon. Or now. Anytime now. Speaking of ladies, our, our last bit of news that we have is that uh, they've put out... Uh, details for their third, uh, IDW's third Transformers ongoing that's uh, starting this June. Yeah, be- because so, the, the, the Transformers versus G.I. Joe ongoing is ending in, is it ending in June? Uh, somewhere around Yeah, there. somewhere around there. Yeah. So, so, taking its place will be Transformers Till All Are One. Yay! Which going- is kind of an ominous title for a third expansion book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was I was worried about when I first heard that title tossed out. I was like, uh are they whittling things down a bit? Is there another big crossover event? But but no, it's just a new ongoing uh that's sort of taking the place of the Windblade stuff that's been going on. Uh it will continue to be by Margaret Scott, uh with artist Sarah Petrer de Rocher, which hopefully I have not mangled too badly. Uh and it will be focusing on Windblade and Starscream and their diplomatic political stuff that's going on on Cybertron, uh, while I suppose robots in dis- well, formerly robots in disguise will be, well, they don't have a robots in disguise comic anymore because they stopped oh. doing the cartoon one. So you would think they could take that name back now. Well, maybe but, they will after uh, all hail Optimus is over. They might maybe. roll back. Maybe. But yes. That with that one focusing more on Earth, this one's going to take over the Cybertron story. Yeah. Uh, so that should be pretty cool. Uh, Ms. Petraire de Rocher uh, was involved with the Transformers Combiner Hunter story last year, which was a pretty decent little one-shot. Uh, so, yeah, that, that should be pretty nice. That, that is something to look forward to. Uh, and so that's, that's we've, we've staved off the feels for as long as we could. It's now time for the feels. No, no more avoiding it. Oh, comics. So, yeah, where meets the I-51. I guess, do we do we want to do a uh, a play-by-play? Or, uh, or just uh, scream into the ether? I'd, I'd rather summarize and talk high points and low points than do a play-by-play, because I don't... Yeah. I feel like doing the entire content is not something a review should do. Also, because... I'm always more of a critic than a recapper. Yeah, in a a way that not really that much even happens. There's lots of individual incidents with the characters, but it's it's a continuation of the last issue where our favorite members of the Lost Light are trapped in the Necrobots Fortress, and the Decepticon Justice Division and friends are attacking them, but then they stop so they can psychologically torture them. Yes, as Megatron points out, he he wrote that script. Yes. That you you have a show of force, and then you have a show of restraint, and that shows that you are the ones in control. 
so they have, uh, the Decepticon Justice Division has given them a, by shooting it into the ground, <laughs> has given them until sunset. And so everybody's got to deal with this. Uh, and, and, you know, they do it to varying degrees. Uh, Swerve found, Swerve finds a key in the Necrobot's oddly disintegrating body. Uh, meanwhile, Taran and Deathsaurus discuss things. Deathsaurus looks awesome because he looks awesome. His because wings are, yes, his wings are very like Gundam wingy and it, it definitely yeah. Well, they're also kind of like, um, uh, Nova Prime's wings with his yeah. battle armor stuff. Also, it's it, a good look. It's cute when he raises his eyebrows since he has four eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, the Autobots try to figure out what they're going to do about all this. Uh, finally, Brainstorm finds that there is some sort of little warp gate thing uh, that the Necrobot had for presumably going about as he did. And it has just enough energy to get them all out of there. Yay! Except... <laughs> Except that Swerve and Nautica and Velocity have discovered that in the basement, for some reason, there are 50, 60 at least, as they say, life support pods with some sort of organic life forms in there. Yeah. We don't know why. Injured organic life forms, which are in in stasis, like in comas, they don't know why they're there. They could have been criminals. Who knows why they're in the basement? But basically, if they leave, if they just take off, then those are probably going to die when the DJD comes back. Yeah. So it's moral quandary time. Because of course it is. That's the best thing. Moral quandary time. So they they discuss this. They're they're organics, so that throws a wrench into it because you know I I don't even know what you call that. It's not even race. It's not even racism. It seems even beyond like speciesism. Yeah, it, it's it's a level beyond species. It, it's like the difference between like, well, no, it's even more than like co- uh, carbon based life form versus silicon based life form. It's pure machine versus organics. It's it's yes, it's yeah, weird. But, but yes, they, they discuss it. Brainstorm being the adorable coward he is makes a very good argument for them GTFOing. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and in a way it's hard to see why, why they even go, because these are things that would be dead if they weren't in these stasis pods in the basement. It, yeah. They're keeping them alive, so it's, it's not like they're living, breathing, thriving organics, but Megatron makes an impassioned speech that, yeah, I'm not going to kill anybody anymore, and I'm staying here, and it doesn't matter if you stay. I won't hold that against you, and everybody stays. Yeah, that's that's the great thing is the Autobots have pretty much made up their minds that they can do more good by leaving than they can by staying and yeah. and dying with this handful of people. Yeah. Then Megatron, of all people, who just last issue was complaining that they were helping organics, has decided that he's staying. Yeah, well, because we find out in this issue why he came in the first place when there was the psychic scream thingy that was from the Necrobot's machine, the noise he heard in his head was organic screaming because he says something about, like, the... Um, I thought there used to be a bunch of differences between mechanical life forms and organic life forms, but then I realized the the only difference is the sounds they make when they're screaming in pain, and that was what was yeah. in his head. 
So yeah, he gruesome. screaming fleshies. Megatron of all people manages to talk these Autobots into staying behind. Yeah. To help. I am kind these of surprised people. that all of them actually stay. You know. Because Brainstorm is a huge coward. Yeah, I would expect uh, that, like at least Brainstorm. Maybe Whirl would leave because Whirl's a jerk. You love Yeah, I'd have expected Brainstorm and Whirl to leave, but yeah, Rally probably no. They still might. Nightbeat is seems to be tired of dying. Yeah, but and maybe but yeah. Ravage. Although I, I guess Ravage is like his only friend left is Megatron. Aww, yeah, Ravage is gonna do. I love I love sad old man and his cat. Yeah, yeah. but and but yeah. remember, we're not actually to Sunset yet, so. People might leave in the next issue. Yeah. Yes, there there may be some stuff coming. Meanwhile, they they discuss what they want to do next, and they come up with the idea of possibly stealing a ship from the DJD to get out of there. Uh, meanwhile, Not just a ship. DJD is yeah. one ship. Yeah. <laughs> their 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 big ship, the peaceful tyranny, as I recall. Yep. Uh, so so yeah, they're they're discussing that, and notably ten oh, the. Ten. Uh, the the big uh, legislator guy uh, who who only ever says ten seems to be trying to tell them something over and over uh, yeah and they just keep ignoring him it, they keep hammering at it home it's like listen to ten guys well, he knows what he's Rodimus talking is, about admittedly he, is a jerk he can only say ten so it's hard to understand what he's saying yeah I mean they're they're kind of treating him like the mentally disabled guy. But, but yes, so Megatron, they, they all agree to send Ravage out to, to scout things out. And Ravage, before he leaves, he comes up to Megatron with this little, like, I don't know, 90s era cell phone communicator thing. Says, please, while I'm gone, talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) Ravage. So, so yes, apparently we see, you know, Tarn and the DJD, and it's great because it's like, you know, the DJD and Deathsaurus all standing around this map, and one of them is Nickel. And she's so great and Aww, small. She's adorable. She has her own little shelf to stand on. Yeah. She's, she's so little. But, but yes, so Megatron calls Tarn, and he leaves on their space scooter, which was previously described as being so unconvincing that it had to have space scooter written on it. Yeah, it, it's, and it and does. And it does. Vertically. It, it's a yes. Scooty Puff Jr., basically. Yes. <laughs> it is exactly the Scooty Puff Jr. from Futurama. So he goes out to to talk to Tarn. And meanwhile, Ravage is, is sneaking up. And of all people sneaking up with Ravage is Ten. And, and Ra- <laughs> Ten actually does manage to sneak that close to the base. Partially yeah. because he's camouflaged. He has little flowers painted all over him. And <laughs> they're walking through a field of flowers. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> guy. But then Ravage does a, a super dick move and decides to use him as a distraction. Uh, by... Entirely in character for a cat and for Ravage, but a total dick move. Yeah, I don't know, I, I'm... it's not out of character, but it's a dick move. I, I, I'm more lenient on Ravage, well, mostly because of what we've seen has happened to him in Beast Wars. I'll, yeah. I'll give him the benefit, and and Ten isn't actually... Ten doesn't have a spark. Yeah. He's, he's more of a intelligent drone who can only say Ten anymore. <laughs> Ten isn't people. No, he he's not people like them. He he's more of a dog or a pet monkey. 
My my argument would be that Reg, as we've seen, has gone through basically a period where animal transformers had to fight for personhood. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I would think he would be a little bit more sympathetic to that, but on the other hand, he was given a mission, and the mission was, you know, for saving everybody. Yeah. Like, and if if only one of us has to die, yeah, let it be ten. That's a Ravage's attitude, I guess. It's cruel, but eh. So yeah, it, I I can I can understand Ravage taking advantage of this and feeling bad later. Yeah. Maybe. Because, yeah. So, he he asks he asks Ten to remind him how tall he is. So, of course, Ten stands <laughs> up and immediately gets shot at uh, by the DJG. And also Guyhawk, who is totally there. Oh, yeah, that's Guyhawk. And their pet, yeah. um, rabid yes, they're, wolf. Yes, turbo fox. Thing. Yeah, turbo fox. They're spark-eating turbo fox. Yes, Skyhawk is there. Oh yeah, he does have extra eyes. Yeah, that's Skyhawk. Huh. Yeah, he's got little bird helmet eyes. So, so yes. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Megatron is surrendering to Tarn, which is almost the cliffhanger of the issue. I guess yeah, it is kind of cliffhanger well, because of the other thing kind of gets resolved. It's yeah. one of multiple cliffhangers. Hmm. Yes. Ten in peril, the encounter between Tarn and Megatron just starting. So, but yeah, Ten's getting beat up pretty hard. He's given a good punch to Guy Hawk there, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, back at the fortress, uh, Ten has left a a message for everyone. Uh, previously, they had been discussing how the fortress had a storm shield generator, uh, and he has left a little message there with the storm shield generator, a little plus sign, and a handful of those flowers and an equal sign, and a picture of Trailbreaker with his hands out. Oh, that's Trailbreaker. I was trying to figure out who the, who the heck's head that was. Yeah, and so he's I basically... Seen I didn't put that together either. I feel foolish for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I didn't think of Trailbreaker because he's been dead for a while. Yeah, what it his took face me a second. Like. But it was him having his hands out with the little force thing, yeah. force field things on them that was definitely... Well, I, I recognize it as Trailbreaker, but that was what clearly made it the, the force field. But yes, he's he's letting them know that if they charge up the storm shield with the flowers, they can make a force field like Trailbreaker. And you can't tell me that someone who would leave that adorable portrait is not people. Yeah, look at that. It's delightful. He's an artist. People have taught he's... elephants and dogs to paint. Ah... Uh... So he's getting beat up. It looks really dire, and I thought he was really, I thought he was really done for at that point. I'm not entirely sure he survived it. Yeah. Yeah. But, at the last minute, on the last page, (laughs) it's the return of everyone's favorite red and white ship. Ratchet and Drift have returned. Ratchet and Drift have returned, and they basically say, hey, could you catch us up on what happened while we were in that bad miniseries? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. Drift is looking extra, like, I don't know, his his head is really, like, I don't know, I think it looks a bit different. He took a level in Gundam. Yeah. yeah he, he seems to have taken an additional level in Gundam I mean, while they were away. His head vents are bigger. He's got, like, tattoos under his eyes. Did he have eyebrows before that were red? I don't remember that. I, think I don't that's think so. I don't think he had great big ones like that. He looks good. They're both looking pretty good. Yeah, well, it's nice to see Ratchet, Ratchet again. I really miss Ratchet. 
Yeah. Ratchet's present has been missed in this comic for quite some time. Yes. So it's, it's, they have returned. They have returned to us. Yay! Yay. That I think was, was pretty exciting. So yeah, we haven't lost any of our faves just yet, but it's, it's looking dire. At least 10 is, is on the verge of death and, well, we saw uh, the message they send later, so things apparently get bad. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely safe to say things are going to get worse. It's just a question of how and why. Oh, there, there's two things that we haven't mentioned yet that I really liked. One, Lugnut's here. Yes. Oh, yes, Lugnut being in this is awesome. Yeah. He, he's there yes, for I one didn't... panel. He, can... he seemed vaguely familiar, <clears throat> and then I saw it pop up something on... Uh, on Twitter, where Alex Milne, yeah, uh, I think he may have just posted his full design for him. But yes, there's more than meets the eye. Lug nut. Yeah, well, he posted the the alt mode design. He hadn't finished the robot mode yet, because all, all ah. we see is like his chest guns and his mono eye and big mouth. Well, big yes, mouth. yeah. The, so yes. The, the other thing, which may be again the best panel, <sighs> Ultra Magnus says, "Screw getaway," and then and I apologize for swearing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is delightful. He's so great. So great. And I feel like he can be excused given the state his arm is in. Yeah. Or not in, as the case may be. He's missing one. He's, yeah. he's missing an arm. It's not great. Well, he's missing an outer arm. I- inner self is probably perfectly fine. Yeah, but his inner self doesn't have a great deal of fighting ability. Yeah, but his Magnus armor is half damaged. Yeah, it's it's in bad shape. Yeah. So yeah, overall, good issue, good issue. Oh, there there was another it thing that fun. might come back later. That um, Tarn has bodies of miners nailed up in his office that have. Oh my uh, god! Yes, that Megatron. Was up. Is it Megatron's manifesto tattooed on, or what? His book, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Was, yeah. Etched into their bodies, stuck on a wall. Yes. They died on Mesotine. Terminus arranged for Megatron's writings to be inscribed on their Vesera before and they were shipped home. Yes. Are you impressed? They're all first editions. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, that's that's horrible. Yes. <laughs> Trophies on his wall. He's showing them to Deathsaurus. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great and messed up and great. That's another good idea. So, yes. Yeah, yeah, it was really definitely lots of great little moments and sadness and then happiness. This is more than meets the eye chugging along at full steam. Yes, yeah. yeah. And this, this issue, it's a holding pattern, but it's character drama. Yeah, and it I would even say it's a holding pattern. It's moving all of the chess pieces into place and getting all the exposition out of the way, so... Yeah. Things can go horrible next issue. I guess, so. yeah, Yay. next issue will probably be all, almost all action. Right. Yeah, I mean, it looks, even the, the cover is, uh, Tarn punching Megatron, so. Yeah. I imagine it's going to be one big fight versation between Tarn and Megatron intercut with the siege on the, uh, on the Necrobots fortress. fortress. Oh, yeah. And then I'm also assuming that the, uh, final panel is going to be Tarn without his mask. I was thinking yes. that that's what was that was going to be the end of this issue, but then it didn't happen. And at this point, maybe I don't want him to take his mask off. I, I don't need to. Yeah, I made a 
I made a comment about the last page, OMG. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and my first reaction was, oh, we're going to see Tarn's face. And I was like, no, we get Ratchet back. Yay! And, and That's even so. better. Yeah, it was a panel that actually finally fully made me want to see more Drift. <laughs> it's like all, all along Drift's been getting better, but this is like, yeah, yeah, Drift, come on in. Yeah, S- save help the guy that. Like. And yeah, that's part of it is that with everything that's been going on, it's it's definitely good to have two more people on their side. Uh, you know, and and I think I think it's a really nice detail that especially uh end of last issue and early in this issue, uh you always see velocity like fixing someone. Yeah. You know, even in the big end panel of the last issue where all the Autobots are looking super hopeless, she's working on Ultra Magnus. Yeah. So I think it, <laughs> it will help to have. It just, it seems so unfair to put like a, a newly graduated med student basically as the Lost Lights medical, yeah. medical officer because they're always encountering ridiculous things, yes. and it just seems unfair. But but yeah, now she'll have Ratchet to help her, so that's good. And Drift is there to cut things up and, I don't know, have innuendo with Rodimus. <laughs> oh yeah, that comes back. So <laughs> these, these are all acceptable things. I imagine Drift, I mean, we've seen before that Drift does not want to be anywhere near the DJD. No. So... That's that'll be interesting to see how he deals with them being the ones who are besieging everyone else. But yeah, it's it's good to have a couple more on that side because you know they've kind of been abandoned by everyone else. Yeah, and they brought a ship, presumably. Yeah, that's probably the ship Ravage smelled. Oh yeah, Yay. he did say he smelled another ship. Yeah. So yeah, good issue. Hmm. Need more. Yes. Uh, the wait is always. We great. will have more. Hopefully, in eventually. Just a month, just a month. please. Only a month. <laughs> Don't give us any more of this unnecessarily drawn out delays. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was a reason, but yeah, it wasn't fun. Mm. All right, so I think that's it for this week's episode. Yep. Been fun. Well, there was Good to be back. It was a robots in disguise, but we don't need to talk about that every week. And it's maybe when it's an important episode. Is there anything comics-wise next week? Let me check. April sixth, IDW. Edit this waiting out. Oh, that's bad. Oh, what? No idea. Next week is listed on Comixology as more than meets the I-52 and Sins of the Wreckers 4. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, well, that doesn't sound right. Well, we, we know yeah. that's delayed a little bit more. We, we can wait. It'll be a while. Yeah. It, we'll get back that, that seems to tarantulas. Inaccurate. Yeah. Although they do have... Worth Mates the I-51 and 52 listed for this week and next week. So, Well, we will keep an eye on that. We will keep an eye on this developing situation. Yes, you can always watch our Twitter feed at IaconUG, where I mostly just retweet random things that are Transformers-related, <laughs> but otherwise amusing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the picture someone photoshopped 
of Getaway wearing a red ball cap saying, Make the Lost Light Great Again. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Getaway. All right, well, until next week, uh, I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. See you later. was being squirrely. <laughs> Your internet that's just a couple of computers strung together with... I, yeah. I You see, I, I did ask him about the Skylinks thing, and his answer was, he's not even a real Lynx. <laughs> no, he's... Well... <laughs> he, he's a bird stuck on a Lynx. Well, dinosaur bird. It was weird. Maybe he's a cougar. Uh. Who knows?